Hi guys, Merry Christmas and welcome to our festive Q&A podcast. If you can't watch the video guys, I have got a little elfie Santa hat on, uh, bringing the Christmas vibes. I'm actually off on a Christmas friendmas weekend away this weekend which is exciting um so yeah i'm i'm very feeling the festive mood slash stressness mood because i've got so much to do before we go um but yeah exciting okay so this episode i just wanted to be a little bit fun a little bit festive and for you to be a little bit nosy so i think like yeah listening to, i know i know because like i i track like my figures and stuff i know that i have like about, I think it's just over a hundred people who listen to like all podcasts, which is so nice. I mean, I don't even like know a hundred people, but I would always love it if you could say hi. Um, you know, just drop me a DM, let me know. I'm a listener all the time. I love it. I mean, I was gonna say you wouldn't say you'd hate it and then listen all the time, but yeah, it's always nice. So um hi everyone who listens. And I just think, yeah, sometimes it's just nice to not talk specifically about fat lossy stuff. Why has my camera gone out of focus? Hello. Um, oh, guys, we're leveling up in 2024 with the camera situation and the office situation as well. I am, if you do watch on video, I'm going to sort the background out so it looks a little bit jazzier. But yeah, so I just thought we'd do, do a little festive Q&A, a little bit nosy, and uh, answer some questions about me, about, I got a lot about Ollie, like, what's that about? But yeah, about me, about Ollie, and um, like about the business as well, which is, which is cool. So yeah, hope you enjoy it. Hope that's okay. I do. I might possibly do one next week. Um, I've got an idea of one I would like to do before the year is out. But with next week, and I'm sure you guys are feeling this as well, it's going to be so busy. Like my festivities and just like things I've got to wrap up with work, and it's really busy. And I thought, do you know what? Is anyone going to listen to the podcast a week before Christmas? Who knows? But I've got an idea of one I want to do. So we might do that. But, right, let's get into it, because I've got shit to do today. So, lol on that thing, by the way, the, the link that I put on, on Instagram, if, ever, if anyone sent me a question, <laughs> um, I didn't realise that that app also sends you, sends you questions. I don't know why, like, it's very weird. So, I was getting all these questions, and then some. I got this message saying, are you seeing anyone right now, or are you single? I thought, what a weird fucking question. Obviously, I'm married. Um, and then realized it was the app sending me their own questions. So yes, that was interesting. Right, so I'm actually gonna do the questions that I got from you guys, which is exciting. So first one is, um, which I really loved, what is your biggest win and biggest fail in 2023? By the way, I haven't thought about these answers. I'm just gonna go off the cuff. So I think my biggest win in 2023 is finding better balance with work. And you'll notice a lot of my questions to do with business because obviously I run my own business. Yeah, run, oh, duh, Empowered Health Coaching. Um, and I think anyone who's ever started their own business, um, my business was like sort, not accidental, but sort of like with COVID, which is when Empowered like really took off it just snowballed, which I am so grateful and hashtag blessed about, obviously. But I think because I never really thought of this is where I want to be in three years, five years, 10 years, like that's what I, the stuff I do now. But I think anyone who started your own business, you sort of go in thinking, let's see how this goes. Um, and then you sort of take on that 
the business becomes your life, which is, you know, in a good way, because anyone who is really super business driven, it's not that you have to be like that. You just are like that. Um, and it becomes your life. And I think for the first, it never not is your life. I'll be honest. It's never not your life. But for the first few years, like I find it, found it really hard to like switch off and take downtime and look after Emily separate from empowered. Um, and I wasn't very good at doing that. And you know what? I'm still sometimes not good at doing that. And I think that is just business and owning a business and, you know, going through that. It, you will always have times where shit just needs to get done and you're the only person that can do it. <laughs> Even if you're outsourcing that business to someone else, um, you, you are the person that's got to tell that person, this is what I want you to do. So I think, yeah, but the, in 2023, obviously I went on honeymoon back in May and then my best friend got married. Like I had these really big occasions where I thought I need to be fucking present at this because at the end of the day, yes, I love my business. I absolutely adore it. But this is something I always say to like you guys and my clients as well as that life is also for living. It is not just about running a business. It, and it can be for 80%, but you still need that 20% where you have to remember what the hell is important in life. Your health is important, hence why I do what I do. Your friends, your family are important. Your kids being present with your kids are important. Like, and for a few years, not that I never thought that was important, I just really prioritized like work and no switch off time. And you know, it's not nice. And I don't know if any of you guys can relate to this who also work really hard or when you're in business but when your friend, friends and family say to you you know are you okay like I'm slightly worried about yeah like I had that um and I'm fine like obviously I'm fine now like but yeah 2023 was a year that I got really good at being okay with saying I need time off I need to fill my own cup and something I've learned is when I do that that is great for my business because I come back great for my clients great for my business because I come back rested energy levels up let's fucking go so that was probably my biggest win in 2023 maybe there was more yeah I feel very grateful that I've had like a lot of stuff happen this year um but for me finding that life balance was really important to feel like I did that so biggest fail in 2023 um I've, I've got my little business goals up here if anyone wants to see on the video so the end of this year, I will write down my goals and my business goals and I'll put them on my desk. So I look at them every single day because when you look at them every single day, you're more driven every day. You get a reminder of what you're doing every day. God, I think that's going to fall over. Right, so um, biggest fail in 2023. I mean, nothing absolutely springs to mind. I mean, there's a lot, I'll be honest with you. Again, I think because the business is so important to me, that's what I think is that when I think of fail, like personally, I don't think I've had any whoppers touch fucking wood, right? Um, I had a lot of fails in 2022, which is unfortunate because obviously that was the year I got married. That wasn't a fail, by the way. That was great. But like I had like a lot of things in the business that went wrong in 2022. And then I started working with someone. So I have a business coach as well. This is a very businessy podcast. I'll move it on, but at least you're learning about me. I have a business coach. He's amazing. He's really helpful. Um, and he helped me at the back end of last year and coming into this year. So I feel like a lot of the 
a lot of the whoppers that happened last year have been rectified this year. But yeah, there's, there's definitely been a few things that have, I thought would have gone one way and haven't. Um, and I'll tell you why I struggle to answer this question, right? Because, and any of you girls who, who work with me, any of my clients, shout out to the clients will have heard me say this. I say this a lot. There's ne never a failure, always a lesson. And that, that's also to do with training your mindset to be positive and growth mindset as well. Of if things don't go to plan, which by the way, so many things haven't gone to plan this year, but I've learned from it. So, and without that not going to plan, I wouldn't have learned from it. I, it's, it's like character building. I wouldn't have been like, okay, next time I'll do this better. So if things don't go wrong, we can't necessarily always improve because if things are always going in our head the best way possible, then we never we never aim to get better, you know? We don't do something that's amazing and then think, brilliant, I'll just repeat that again then because that's not improving. So that's why I probably struggled to answer what was the biggest fail. Um, but like, because you, you learn. But like, yeah, I've had, you know, things that have failed. So just off the top of my head, like em employing people, um, people coming into my business who want to, you know, help me in the background, like things like that haven't gone to plan. But again, it's, it's taught me what I do need going into the future. Um, things that I've maybe tried to do that wasn't in the business, that wasn't the right time to do it. But again, it's a lesson. So yeah, let's move on from that question because we're 10 minutes in, I've answered one question. But I thought that was quite a big one. Um, okay, so. <laughs> another another message from the app. You're super genuine and I love that. And obviously I got that. I was like, my God, that's so nice. And it wasn't even from anyone. Right, so. Oh, this is a good one. What are your plans for the business in 2024? Awesome. So as I've just said, constantly getting better. Really, it is like that excites me and terrifies me at the same time. I'll be honest. Um, I think sometimes I can look like I've really got my shit together, which in some aspects I absolutely do. You know, I've worked hard the last few years and I'm confident in like the things that maybe I was worried about at the start. Now I can do, but I've definitely got this growth mindset of always wanting to be better and do better. And to be honest with you girls, I like being the fucking best. Don't know why, I just do. I like winning. I'm competitive. I, if I do something, I always, not necessarily like the best, best, like number one fighting for that position, but I always want to be at the top, you know? Um, yeah, I'm, I've got a very, a very driven attitude and not even with anyone else but with myself I'm very competitive with myself so for me the business in 2024 I want it to be better than 2023 and I've got some things in the pipeline that I'm working on uh, behind the scenes that are going to come out in 2024 um, which is going to be really really cool but yeah again that's all come from lessons I've learned in 2022 and 2023 and I'm like cool 2024 let's let's roll this out and I think as well doing something that scares you and fills you with the shits it fills you with the shits wrong terminology but fills you with that feeling in your belly like now i'm talking about this, this is the first time i've spoke about this little project that i'm gonna launch but now i'm talking about it i've got them butterflies in my belly i think that is amazing for life you know that saying of do something every day that scares you that puts you out your comfort zone hence why i do my cold showers every day i don't love doing them they don't necessarily scare me, but, you know, they're uncomfortable. 
and doing uncomfortable things is the best way to build up your self-discipline to build up your resilience so when things out of the out of the blue come up that you are found in an uncomfortable situation hey you are already used to doing uncomfortable things you have fucking got this so for me 2024 is going to be the year that i that i do something that i've never done before that is uncomfortable um but exciting and you know what like i just said about failures i don't go into things thinking oh my god if this doesn't work like it's terrible if this doesn't work i learn from it i come back and i do it again like yeah and hopefully you can take that into your life as well as like don't be afraid to fail because when you fail is when you grow and you learn and you be better and the best people the most successful people in life have always failed because they're not afraid to fail yeah that for me without even thinking about that previously is probably one of the things that i live by is like don't be scared to fail go for it if it doesn't work out it's okay because you learn and you'll do better from it so yeah plans for 2024 go bigger go better go outside my comfort zone grow and it's exciting to have that mindset so yeah that's plans 2024 okay let's go i think they're like the quite big ones um all right then so next question to do with fat loss um how to maintain weight once you've finished the weight loss phase i'm guessing you mean fat loss phase so a couple of things here then uh one i'm going to direct you to an episode that i've done uh, i think it's called reverse dieting go and listen to that one i think it's with leah my old coach um but yeah listen to that one so reverse dieting because yeah little side note then fat loss calories are not forever calories okay so what you finish your diet on you are certainly not expected to live your life on that's something that so many people don't realize is that they go on the atkins diet they go on a thousand calorie diet and then the thing that probably drags them away from goals is they think fucking hell i can't do this for life you know what what we're gonna do after so they just stop and they go back to normal it's bridging that gap between where you were to the diet and finding that midpoint of what does sustainable look like for you so when we reverse diet which i go through in the podcast it's all about bringing your calories up so let's say at the end of the diet you're doing quite a lot of activity and you're on low calorie diet to achieve that result that you want you then need to find the balance of pulling that cardio pulling that activity level down increasing that calorie calories up gradually and finding that balance of okay this is where i'm at so for example reverse dieting by the way is really fucking hard to do on your own hence why with all of my clients they don't just get results with me they then they learn they then learn how to keep the results because we spend um, a period of time of bringing their calories up gradually um and finding what that sweet spot looks like for them so yeah once you've finished a fat loss phase you do need to reverse diet up and find out what your lifestyle looks like for you but i will say as a side note of that whatever you do to get to your results for example gym workouts eating better foods going to bed earlier managing your stress levels you still have to do that shit at maintenance like whatever you did to get your results you have to keep part of it in for your lifestyle and again this is why dropping you know three stone in a month or two months is probably not going to see you keep three stone off six months later because the actions you did to get there are probably fucking way unsustainable and you can't even work out well what's a little bit of that that i can do because it's so extreme so yeah unfortunately not unfortunately that was the wrong word advisory anyway so 
we'll start that sentence again. This is what I advise is that don't get caught up. Don't get caught up in the flash in the pan results. Okay. Or the extreme quick results or anyone telling you, you can do this in, you know, drop three dress sizes in six weeks or eight weeks or whatever. Because as much as that's appealing for that instant gratification, long term, it's not going to work. And I'm going to come out. I've seen a question someone's asked me and I'll talk about in that. So how to maintain weight once you finish your fat loss phase. You need to reverse diet. You need to find your sweet spot. You need to keep up the actions or the majority of the actions have got you there and keep track of how you're getting on. So when you finish fat loss, if you've been checking in with yourself or a coach every single week, you then need to keep track after that when you bring your calories up, when you bring your activity level down. It also surprises me how many coaches don't do this with their clients. And I think they're not educated in it. That's my opinion, because why wouldn't you do it with your clients? The worst thing you can do is achieve fat loss and then go, yay, I'm here, back to normal life. That is where rebound sits in. That is where you're going to put fat loss in. That is where, as a coach, you get a bad rap. Because six months, and I know this because I get I get people's clients who've done photo shoots, never reverse dieted out, and they're like, yeah, I'm basically three stone up where I finished the photo shoot, I'm back to square one. Because the client gets the transformation, the coach gets the transformation with the client, and then it's like, okay, bye. So I'm guessing you don't know how to reverse diet. So if you're a coach listening to this, don't know if coaches listen, go figure out how to reverse diet. Go and look into that because it's important. Um, okay, go and listen to a reverse diet podcast. That'll help you. Okay, this is a cute one. How old is Buddy? Oh, he's not here. Oh, I wish I'd got him. I could have put his Christmas jumper on. Buddy is going to be three in January. And he is... The cutest, oh my God, should we try and get him on the podcast? Okay, wait there. Let me see if he'll come up. Don't wait for dogs and animals. Buddy, you want a biscuit? Buddy, you want a biscuit? I don't think he wants one. Buds? You want a biscuit? Yeah. I think he's coming, guys. Yay! Okay, are we ready? I don't even know if you could hear me, by the way, but I'm back. Here then. I'll give you a biscuit in a second. I'm back and we've got Buddy. So, I'm sorry guys, can you tell how much I love my dog? Look at him! Hi everybody! Hey Mission Empowered Podcast! He is the most beautiful dog in the whole, oh, you're non in the whole world. Okay, I'm going to give him his biscuit. Bye everyone, Merry Christmas! We love you so much. Right, okay, can we actually deal with how much of a fucking dog mum I am? Good boy. Here you go. Um, right, so, buddy, <laughs> I just realised what I've done. Oh my god! Right, told you this was going to be a fun festive podcast. So, buddy is three, and he is my best friend <laughs> and my baby. I hope I genuinely hope other people are listening to this and think the same about their dogs. We're going to move on from dogs in a second, in case there isn't any. In case you're listening, you're not a dog lover. So I was, I was never, uh, we didn't have a dog when I was little. Um, I don't know why, we never had one. I remember one Christmas, how fucking tight is this? Um, one Christmas, all I wrote on my Christmas list to Santa was a dog. I remember writing it. My mum was like, you haven't written anything else? I was like, I just want a dog. And do you know what she got me? She got me an Andrex, um, like toy dog, like a teddy bear dog. And I remember opening it on Christmas day and thinking, not thinking what the fuck I didn't swear when I was eight, probably did. But I remember feeling, you know, that that feeling where your stomach drops out, where you're absolutely gutted. Because I thought, 
Santa, you're so tight. That is the only thing I asked for and you didn't even get me it. Anyway, so yeah, Buddy is just incredible. And we'll move on for that. And he's going to be three in January. And yes, him, I love him. So there we go. At least we got to see Buddy on the Christmas um, <laughs> Christmas podcast. Right, next question then. So is Ollie a gym goer and does he mind your morning walks? I actually asked Ollie to do this podcast with me, but he's gone the gym. Annoying. So not annoying. So I'll just fill you in then. A little bit of background info on our roles. Ollie is a gym goer, yes. Uh, does he mind your morning walks? No. So we get up at the same time. We get up at, uh, our alarm goes off at quarter to six every morning. Both get up, get ready. Ollie actually does, I go out on my morning walk. Ollie does um, it, like a bit of work in the morning. So he's running his own business now as well. Buckley's Landscapes, check it out. So he does, he gets up and does, does, does a bit of admin work in the morning. So he gets up at the same time with me. Um, we've always been pretty similar. So he went through a phase of not going to the gym when I think it well, was when we first moved here. Or was it last year? Can't remember. He went through a phase of not going to the gym, but Ollie is the least, when I say least food driven, I mean like he loves food, right? He loves food and he eats a lot, but not all the time. Like if we go out, he's like, yeah, like at home, Anyone else like this? I'd be like, babe, do you want a, do you want a biscuit? <laughs> you know, because I want one. And like, it just sometimes it's nice to sit together. And I, he's like, nah. I'm like, oh, okay then. No, I would have one if then. <laughs> Does anyone else do that? Um, but yeah, he's just so not food driven. Um, so he's never like, uh, you know, once he struggled with his weight actually. So he's never really struggled with his weight. When we first moved into this house and he had this job where he basically was driving all the time. He didn't go to the gym. He wasn't doing anything he was about i was gonna say three three stone heavier than what he is now i remember he used to take a pack lunch i remember it we he used to take so much fucking food with him it was like bursting out of a sainsbury's carrier bag and we laugh about it now he's like how why did i take that much food and it's because he used to go to work at like 4 a.m and not get home till like 7 p.m it's a really he was like driving a delivery driver in like a lobby or something like that um and he used to take so much food. I remember he got, he, yeah, he got quite big then. Quite unhealthy, I would say. Um, but anyway, so, is Ollie a gym goer? He is now, yeah, and he loves it. So, he, he when we used to live in Nantwich, where we used to live, he used to go there. Then when we moved um, to our house now, he stopped. I think he fell out of that routine. I've always gone into the gym because, for me, my mental health, it's like, does wonders for me. Um, I couldn't not train because, yeah, mentally, just makes me feel better um and then he got got back into it maybe at the end of last year or this year and he just he goes five times a week um and yeah he loves it hates training with me because he says i boss him about and pt him and tell him i remember we were, i took him to my gym the other week and I'm, i would never say this to my clients obviously but he was doing an exercise and i rather than saying babe why are you doing that i just went why are you doing it like that and he was like you're so tight just leave me alone well I, I just yeah that was just my instinct he was doing it wrong but yeah he doesn't really like training with me he says i boss him about um shock so yeah no he doesn't mind more walks because we get into we're, we're quite in sync in our our routine together and i think that it's quite important and i do think as well yes it's important but also it's not doable for everyone and i get that, that it can be a struggle that if your partner so a lot of my clients partners like might work shifts or work nights um my top tip if if you do that if your partner works nights 
is to um and you can't have like a sunrise alarm or whatever as soon as you get up get in the bathroom and put the big lights on like get as much bright lighting as you can if you can't put your bedroom lights on but yeah me, me and i was like roughly get up at the same time um okay do you ever feel like throwing the towel in with self-employment oh another business one i didn't see this one um but it's funny because i had this conversation with one of my friends who is thinking about going self-employed the other night no is the answer to be honest with you being self-employed I'm going to say, because I haven't got kids, I don't know, but similar to what people say when they have kids, it's the hardest but most rewarding thing that you can do because being self-employed is is tough. It, it, it ends with you. It starts and it ends with you. So, which is, you know, a, a blessing and a curse, right? That you can't have sick days. Or you can, but there's a, there's a, there's a, a repercussion of that. Um, holidays. Like I said, I found that balance now, but it just means there's, there's a lot of work to do before you go on holiday and take that break. Um, and then when you come back, things not necessarily haven't been taken over because you can put things in place, but yeah, like, you know, you, you're coming back to it. There's no just, like I said to Ollie last night, four years ago, I probably would have been finishing work today um, for Christmas and would have taken, yeah, two weeks off and gone back in on the second or whatever. Um, and i'll be working over christmas i'll take time off obviously but at the same time i get to have that choice the hard work that i put into my business comes back to me in the reward that i get from it and i think being employed in my opinion that hasn't always been the case is that like you are the hard work you put in sometimes can go unnoticed and you feel like you don't get that reward back whereas Everything you do in your business, two options. It's either really successful, which is a great feeling, or it doesn't work out, you learn from it, and it makes you a better person. For me, that's a win-win. And don't get me wrong, there are definitely some times where you're like, why am I doing this? But then you remember why you're doing it. And and I think as well with self-employment, starting the business, especially in my case, being a coach, doing what I do, I fucking love it. I love helping people. I love helping people. There is a saying that I use at my best friend's wedding, but it's a saying, a quote that I read in B&Q many years ago on like a, 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 on like a plaque. And it said, the purpose of life is to find your gift and the meaning of life is to give it away. I think that was the order it said it in. And for me, doing like Empowered, I genuinely feel like this is my purpose. Like, I want to help people just feel better, be better, be better. I talk, you know, not just the fat loss thing, the growth mindset, the self-confidence, the ability to do things that scare you. They, all of these things make us feel like a better, better person, you know, being a good human, being kind to people, helping people out when they, they're not feeling great. You know, that is like my job. I get to do that for my job. And that is so rewarding. And messages I get from my clients who say, you've changed my life. That as a job is so worth all of the times where I'm like, I fucking hate Instagram. I don't know how to use a camera. Like <laughs> all of this stuff that is, you know, hard and I've got no one to help. I, it, it falls with me. I have to lay in that stuff. It's so much more rewarding than when my clients say, you've literally changed my life. What gets better than that? So in, in short to that question, do you ever feel like throwing the towel in with self-employment? Never never oh full body chills 
Um, okay. Do you have an opinion? Do you have an opinion? Oh, do you have an opinion on the pill, contraception, and what it does to hormones? So yes, I do. Um, I think this is probably something for another podcast because diving into this is going to take up hella time. Um, but in short, I don't feel that we are as women are educated early enough in the pros and cons of contraception. And when I say pros and cons, I do think there are pros and cons because I think having having a baby, you know, at a super young age that you are not ready for, um, you know, yeah, like, you know, as an accident, I don't even know if I'm being fucking politically correct here, but you get what I'm saying, like, if that could have been prevented and you wanted to prevent that by using, like, being on the pill or whatever, like, obviously we know, and I don't even have kids, but I do, yes, but I do have friends who have got kids and everything, and I know how much that changes their lives, and I think for people who are, who have children, you know, from situations that aren't their ideal or what they wanted and it could have been prevented from contraception whatever okay like i think that is you know a point pro to it the cons to it we're not educated enough on the repercussions of what it does to our health and to our other hormones okay so putting synthetic synthetic hormones into our body actually affects our other hormones as well and this is coming from me who took the pill from the age of maybe 15 up until the age of just before I was 30, I decided to come off it. I was on the pill. I've been on the injection. I had no fucking clue what I was doing. I just thought, don't get pregnant. No, my periods are coming. Like, yeah, this is great, you know? But now that I, I've done a lot of research into it, I read a lot about fertility. I read a lot about menstrual health and female health as well. Female health is affected one of the... By our, by our periods and our hormones, one of the best things that we can say, what we can understand is that your period isn't just a sign that you're not pregnant. Your period is a sign that your body is in a healthy state. It's your body's scorecard. It's your body's way of saying, we're all good. Yeah, we're, we're optimal health because we're having this period. It means we're menstruating. It means that your body could carry a baby, you know, and, and to carry a baby, we need to be in optimal health. That's why your periods are affected by stress and illness and food they take and energy output because it's a sign of health. And that is what I think we should be educated on. When we get our periods, you need to know about contraception rather than just band-aid it. And again, what, what, oh God, I said I wasn't going to go on this one. Last point on this one. Um, Oh, train of thought, snap. No, last point on this one then was, oh my God, that's so annoying. How have I just thought about what, that, what I was going to say? What did I just say then? Periods, we should learn about contraception. Mm. Right, it's gone. That's annoying. I might come back to it. Sorry, guys, that must be so annoying for you because I sound well on the way and then it and then it goes okay so 
yeah do i have an opinion on the pill contraception yes i think we just need to be educated and more informed on it rather than just be given it as you know you've got heavy period oh sorry maybe this is what i was going to say heavy periods extreme periods pain again is a sign that your body isn't optimally functioning okay there's something underlying we need to deal with and we can tend to deal with them and we now know that lifestyle is the biggest contributing factor to insanely heavy periods okay limit very low periods okay and painful periods tend to be from a driven lifestyle factor now there are underlying issues such as endometriosis um that can cause after effects but again putting yourself on the pill to manage these isn't gonna highlight them until you come off that pill and you want to have a baby and then you're like shit i went on i went on the pill when i was 16 because i had really heavy periods i've been on it since i was 30 and until i was 30 and now i want a baby and shit i've got all these problems so that yeah i'm not i'm not for me personally i am not pro contraception um but obviously as i said before one of the pros is not having a baby and all of them circumstances okay yeah but for me um i think if it's just generally to not to know where your periods are um i definitely think there's better ways to do it such as like natural cycles tracking your cycle uh flow app yeah we'll do another podcast on that right okay here we go do you have an oh i've just done that one not long left guys hope you're still with me hope you've enjoyed listening to me ramble on so this was nice and this wasn't at the app someone said i love your content keep shining thank you thank you so much i hope that wasn't my mom but even if it was thank you because for me just as a little side note instagram is hard (laughs) if anyone runs a business and has to do their instagram it's so hard and i'll just go back to what i said at the beginning of this podcast i think sometimes i can seem i don't know how but people have said to me you seem like you've got your shit together on instagram i'm like are you fucking joking like i give it my best shot but i am nowhere near where i want to be um and i do find it really hard sometimes so when anyone says to me that post was really helpful i really like your content i enjoy listening to your stories it means the world to me because that's the part of business i find really hard coaching side i think i'm fairly good at that nail the results great working with people yes internet internet instagram a little bit more tricky um right we've got two two more questions no prosecco or no caffeine easy one no prosecco coffee all day once when was this earlier this year actually i went to the pub and um friday night everyone's on the wine what do i get americano please <laughs> just fancy the coffee so yeah you know ask me five years ago it would have been no caffeine but no prosecco or no caffeine especially when you've got no second rock around um but you can't decaf decaf does just not hit the same caffeine caffeine queen i love a cup of coffee strong black right best piece of advice for fat loss all right this is the last question by the way and uh, good timing so best piece, piece of advice for fat loss this is quite easy because without this it doesn't matter what else you're doing you it's just not gonna happen my best piece of advice for fat loss is to not quit quitters will never win and winners never quit god i said that right don't quit fat loss is not as quick as we expect it to be ever for anyone we always wish we had more time we always wish we could do it faster the results will come quicker and getting your head around that and that consistency no matter how long will take you to where you want to be 
that is my best piece of advice for fat loss. And that is why when anyone ever works with me, I always set them up with the realistic timeline of, listen, do you want results? Yes, I do. Okay, great. Do you want to keep them for life? Yes. Okay, well, then it's going to take longer than what you've got in your head. Are you okay with that? And I think being straight up with that as a person who's in my my situation, permission, position, fucking hell, we need to get off this, need a coffee. From a person who's in my position, who's done multiple fat loss, who's been a coach for you know, many years, has done multiple hundreds transformations. I know. I know that you want it to be quicker. I know that you're going to expect it to be quicker, but you have to trust me and I'll say, this is how long it's going to take roughly. And I just don't get when people are like, mm, no then. I'm like, what do you mean no then? What are you going to do? Are you, are you literally going to go and do that eight-week transformation and put all that weight back on? Like, it does baffle me sometimes when I tell people things and they think I'm lying. I'm like, why would I lie? And also, have you seen my results? And this is my job. So it just baffles me. But anyway, move on from that one. Yeah, best piece of advice for fat loss girls is be consistent. Don't quit. Okay, you can have, if you feel like this is shit, this is annoying. Why is it not happening quicker? Give yourself a weekend and just be like, right, I need a break. And I've also done a podcast on this as well. It's called best way to stick to your diets or something like that and I talk about diet breaks and stuff but saying to yourself rather than quitting saying to yourself I need a weekend where you know maybe I just sit on the couch I eat some ice cream I have some chocolate but then I just I I know I don't want to quit so I'm gonna get my shit together I'm gonna give my brain a little five minute break and then we're gonna go back onto it because the problem that we have is we want it too quick we expect it too quick and we give up and then we spend eight weeks or another few months not being happy and we go, right, I'm going to try again and we're back to square one. And you're in that constant cycle. So if you don't quit and you think, right, I've got, let's just take a number out of thin air, right? I've got three stone I want to lose. So I'm going to say to you, right, we'll give yourself nine to 12 months of being really consistent, not doing anything extreme, tracking your food, doing your workouts, doing your steps and be really consistent with that. And in nine to 12 months, you'll be there. But it's then when people come back and go, yeah, but one in nine weeks. Sound, if you want nine weeks, you'll get it. But then you'll in nine months, you'll be back to square one again. So it's getting your head round, not giving up, being consistent, and you will get there. That's it. And accepting that. And accepting that. that is the, that's the hard one to do, is to accept four weeks in when you feel like you're selling your soul. Why Why have I lost five pounds and not 12 pounds? You know? Um, and it's because... If you want sustainable results, it requires sustainable actions and it does require consistency and a bit more time than what you think. But like I said, there's there's that, I feel like we're just chinning the science today. With fat loss, you overestimate what you can do in six weeks and you underestimate what you can do in six months. There you go. Um, Right, that was the last question. I felt felt like there was more on Ollie. Um, Well, I did have one question. But I think I know who this was off. And it said, how did Ollie get so lucky? I think that was off Ollie now. Um, but yeah, that was the last one. And also, just to answer that question, in case it wasn't off Ollie and I've got a secret admirer. Um, or again, it might be my mum. I don't know how he got so lucky, really, to be honest with you. I'm <laughs> joking. Gillies, I've really enjoyed this. I love answering your questions. I hope you've enjoyed 
um, listening and I hope you enjoyed the festive hat. I'm off to the gym now. Uh, like I said, I might do the podcast next week, but if I don't, um, I am going to say Merry Christmas. Oh, I might be crying. Not crying. Don't cry. Um, oh, no, I'm gone. I just want to say Merry Christmas. Thank you so much to everyone who has listened to me. Another year in the bag. Mission Empowered Podcast is going to be two in January. Um, it really means a lot to me that you give me a rating uh, on Spotify to see that go up is amazing. I'd love to get it to 100. So if anyone is listening, please, for my Christmas wish, go and give me a Spotify rating. And um, yeah, I appreciate you so much for listening. Let me know you enjoy the podcast and just letting me do part of my job, which I absolutely love. And I hope it brings a smile and some happiness to your day. Guys, Merry Christmas. Have a good one. And I will see you soon.